Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, uh, I read out a message. I'm going to read it out again, okay? This was in Mum's Net. And I talked to Peter about it. I'm going to talk to Peter again in a second. But, okay, so here's the message. And it was from a mother who put this post this up in Mum's Net. Am I being unreasonable to think two happier homes are better than a war zone? Technically, war zone, she says, is a little bit extreme, but there's a suboptimal atmosphere, to say the least. And at times, it's absolutely toxic. My husband and I have three children under the age of five. Generally, we make a good team and get along, but we fight really, really badly at times. I don't love my husband at all. And there's no affection between us. Well, there was clearly affection three times in the last five years. But anyway, I am, <laughs> And there's no affection between us. All I can think about is leaving because I know that when things are bad between me and my husband, the children get a much worse version of both of us. I feel like I'm becoming a really unpleasant person and I'm so unhappy. I have enough savings to rent a place for maybe six months with a room for the children, which I would hope would be long enough for me and my husband or maybe ex-husband-to-be to work out what our priorities are and what we actually want out of life. However, it all feels so selfish on my part. My husband said he loves me and he couldn't bear it for me to leave. I feel as though... Pardon me. I'm going to ruin the children's childhood by breaking up their family. But then a huge part of me thinks that I'll ruin their childhoods anyway by exposing them to such a negative atmosphere and having them hear such terrible arguments. And I also feel as though my own happiness is important too. I don't know why they can't go into another room and argue, by the way, but whatever. So if I took the plunge and gambled everything, and if it panned out as I hope and my husband and I can actually end up better people apart than we are together... Would that be better than staying together and never being happy? Now, clearly from her message here, you can clearly see that she's more concerned about her own happiness, it seems, than that of the children's welfare. Maybe that's just me, the way I pick it up from the email. But it does beg the question. Um, before we go any further tonight, I'm not talking about a situation where there's domestic violence or somebody's an alcoholic or there's violence involved in the relationship. I'm talking about two people who just don't get on anymore, or two people who don't love each anymore, which is so common, by the way, in relationships and marriages after a long period of time. In some, not in all, many people love each other till the day they die. But in saying that, there are many relationships out there which are toxic. There are many relationships out there where people just don't love each other anymore. They're just unhappy together, but they stay together for the sake of their children, which is a very selfless thing to do. And I want to know which is better. To stay together for the sake of the children, provided there's no violence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is it better to stay together for the sake of the children? Or would two happy homes be better than one so-called war zone? So should parents who are unhappy, particularly with young children, not older children, it's quite different, but particularly with young children, should they stay together for the sake of the children? I want you to text... 087188 That's 087188 Okay, sorry Kev, did we start a little bit early for you tonight, Kev? We must have started about two minutes early. Kev says he hasn't got the flipping kettle on yet. Kev, get the kettle on. Make us a cup of tea, will you? Uh, four sugars, thanks. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How are you doing, Noel? Uh, good, Peter. Um, now, Peter, you got a conversation rolling today. Unfortunately, we only gave it about 10 or 15 minutes today because we had a bit of a few things yeah. to do. But your argument basically was till death to us part. That seems to be the way it came across. And that you're saying you have a responsibility to the children. Whether you're happy together or not, let's take a theoretical family. Well, like this family, three kids under the age of five, let's say even under the age of 10. And you and your missus are married, you know, I don't know, 11 or 12 years. And you just don't get on anymore. Now, you're not killing one another, but you argue quite a bit and you're both unhappy, you'd be better off in different relationships. But you're saying you should stay together for those children until at least they're 18. Yeah, well, earlier on, I didn't hear the original text message. But mm. here in the text message now, or the, the, the story the woman wrote, she seems a very selfish person. That she's actually thought about, she has enough money to go and to bring her kids for the next few months. And she's thought it through that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she's she's taught all this through, and what she, what she should be solely thinking about is the children, and not when you have sort of children, and when you're in a relationship, you're married. What you do when they come into this world is that you deny yourself for them. Like there's times when you won't be able to do something because you have children. 
like it's it's a fact you're, you're growing up now you have children you, it's like a, a young person you can't go out with the boys anymore yeah, you have to sacrifice. When you get into a relationship children. and you're you're committed to a relationship and you want to get married, get a house, but have kids, there's so many sacrifices to be made. Absolutely. Yeah, and so these kids are all under fire, and yeah. our married, and, our, and our relationship wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? I, what, so I found, what I found years, odd in the message was, yeah. by the way, if anyone wants to see this message, it's on Mum's Net, which is a, uh, where basically mothers put up, you know, messages for other opinions from other people. She said, I don't love my husband at all, and there's no affection between us. But in the line before that, she mentioned she's five, three children under the age of five. So clearly there was affection in the last five years. Exactly. Three times, at least, anyway. Or else they were thumping the head off each other in the morning and then making babies, I know you. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know what it was. But the makeup that, is always better. Yeah, but Peter, a lot of people will say, what's the point in staying together miserably unhappy, you know, and the children will feel that negativity in the home, that bad atmosphere in the home, and surely they would be happier if Mammy and Daddy were both happy in two separate relationships. Okay, it's a sure. bit tough. It's tough on the kids. I understand that, but... It should be the repair, the parents. It should be tough on the parents. Their responsibility, they brought their children into the world. And... You know, regardless of, of what's going on in their lives, they have to put themselves aside to try and raise their children as best they can. And if that means going into a choir, in, into a different room to have an argument or whatever it takes. Or going out in the car the to have an argument if you really want to yeah. have one. Yeah, and like regardless of what, whatever they're going through, like their soul sacrifice, soul purpose should be, look, we need to raise our children, put our differences to the side, Let's raise our kids as best we can, and when they're 18 and they've moved on, then we can go and do our thing. If your relationship, you have to have three kids in the space of five years, so that's probably out of putting a strain on the woman, and she's probably crying out for help. The man's probably out walking. If she's had to have three kids in five years, she's probably had to been at the house all the time because the kids are so young. And all this woman is probably just doing is looking for someone to help her. You know, reaching out, and she's probably arguing with her husband because he's out walking, he's coming in, he's tired, and she's ha- she has three young kids under the age of five. I can oh, only hanging out, yeah, hanging out of her, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. And maybe she just needs to sit down with the husband and talk it through and say, look, the woman could have postnatal depression if she's after having three kids in five years. Because mm. I tell you, you wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> no, not three kids in five years. <laughs> it's not like years ago where you had a kid every nine months nearly, you know, <laughs> and, and growing up like there that. A family, there was a really? family around the corner for me and they had 18 children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, and I bet you that mother and father stayed together through it all. They did. Sadly, but yeah. about four or five of them were in jail at any one time. But, but um, they had 18 kids and a dog and a cat. So, yeah. and I often, and they lived, by the way, you know the way we kind of people are spoiled nowadays. They lived in yeah. a standard three bedroom terraced house. See? And I, I always used to wonder how they did that. Like, I mean, did they have like three sittings for dinner? You know, because all yeah. the kids were all, like, I think the woman was permanently pregnant for the first 20 years of the marriage. So she's yeah, just literally, know. literally having a baby straight out of the hospital, pregnant again, back in, you know. So now she's she's one of them wonder women that <laughs> like my mother. When we have family gatherings, there's about twenty people, and I don't know how everyone gets a hot dinner at the same time. How does everyone get a hot dinner at the same well, time? I don't know how everybody gets a hot dinner. And where do they? And here's, it, here's another thing: like assuming that the mother and father had their own bedroom in the three-bedroom terrace house um, uh, in Edenmore, right? That's where yeah. I lived. Where did the kids all sleep? If there was eighteen kids, and there was, they and they all lived at home at one stage, where did they all yeah. sleep? Like, were there like ten of them in a room, or <laughs> there must have been? Once they grew, once they grew out of chest of drawers, then they were put in the wardrobe, <laughs> and then once they grew out of wardrobe, they were probably put on the window ledge. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways and means. No, but like, seriously, getting back to the point, look at the way the old people used to do it. Call me. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, but yeah, but okay. Things if you go back to Ca- yeah, but if you go back to Catholic yeah. Ireland, Peter, where people couldn't get divorced or separated, I know they yeah. had papal annulments and stuff like that. If the marriage hadn't been, uh, couldn't, well, what was the so what was the word I'm looking for? Uh, consummated. They had a papal yeah. annulment, right? Uh, which means you could essentially say you were never married, but that was quite rare. You had to apply yeah. for them and all that. But people had to stay together, and you had husband and wives boxing the heads off each other, and exactly. they had to, and they had to stay together. Yeah. 
But that's and that, but that, but Peter, that's not good either. No, it's not. When violence and addiction or alcoholism or anything like that comes in, fair enough. But when it's two normal people walking, one just of the and the children, and are just unhappy, why are you unhappy about? Like you've three beautiful children. Well, yeah, but children there's more. There's years, more to life than your you know? kids. I mean, I've got three. Exactly. Beautiful, I've got three beautiful children too. But you know, my happiness is important as well. I, I mean, I've only got one life. Yeah, but I guarantee you, you put your children before yourself. You know, All the times. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And that's what you do. And now they're growing up and they, they don't even ring you anymore, probably, do you? Unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm like an, an ATM machine. This is what I... Uh, okay, uh, but my youngest is now nearly 18, so I'm all right. Okay, let me go to Sean. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? Hey, how's it going now? Uh, Sean, I mean, this idea, this woman wrote this message on Mum's Net and it, it kind of got me. I was just thinking about it. I mean, is it better to separate and have two allegedly or hopefully happy homes than have one home that might have a bad atmosphere in it all the time? Well, I think when they're in that situation now, if they're, I mean, they're, if they're constantly fighting and arguing and they, and they don't have the either, either the, the, the level of the fight is so extreme or they don't have the self-discipline to do it out of earshot of the kids, then there's, there's, to me it seems uh, pointless at that point to stay married. And then you're just, it, it seems like it's just being done for for tradition or for form or to, for appearances. It seems a bit. Uh, is it is it a bit selfish? Peter kind of insinuates it's kind of selfish to abandon the marriage for the sake of your kids because your happiness is less important than the children, or your happiness is yes, or less important than the children's. There is something to be said for that. It gets into a bit of a gray here. I mean, I, I if you're. If it's just the usual, you know, you know, I want to watch this in the telly or I don't want to, you go to hell, I'm watching this, you know, that sort of crap. And obviously that's no reason to break up. But if you know, people fall out of love, they do. Uh, and that's that's where it gets that's where it gets messy again. I uh, I don't know. See, I, I, I came from my, my parents were married for 51 and a half years. And during the whole time they were together, I never saw them once have a fight between uh, themselves I'm sure they had disagreements, but they must have done it out of sight of me. So, um, but on the other hand, they weren't exactly uh, the most affectionate couple. My mother had her own bedroom for the last 30, 40 years or so of the marriage. So, mm-hmm. so they were they were basically <laughs> flatmates. Uh, sort of, yeah. Best friends. My, my father, I, I'd see my poor father trying to get some some affection from my mother, and she'd slap his hand away. Or right, okay. So he, he <laughs> so, so he got no action. Oh, is what you're trying to tell us? Basically, yeah. So, so uh-huh. Again, I, it's just really weird to think about my parents in that way. But yeah, I mean, well, why is it weird, Pete or Sean? You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your parents in that way. Doesn't mean I like to think about it. Now, obviously, there's <laughs> the, there's the reality. Sean, there's the reality. Okay, your dad I, I, obviously I, I had sex with your mother for you to be produced. I just had a couple <laughs> hot dogs for supper, Nile, about a half an hour ago. I, don't, I didn't want to see them being made. Let's put Everybody it has this vision that their mother and father never have sex. <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet they exist. We all exist, so they obviously <laughs> did at some point. And my mother used to say to me, I only ever had sex three times in my life. That was for three children. <laughs> oh, right. <Yeah>. Sure you did. <laughs> but in saying that, you know, Sean... I, I get what Peter's saying, and I'm very like Peter. I'm obviously not religious, but I'm like Peter in a sense that I have a huge amount of value on the family. Um, and I think your own happiness has to be abandoned till at least the kids are 18. And, you know, you do, you're the one who decided to have them. Nobody forced well, you to do it. I, I, yeah, I do. I do tend to agree with you guys. You know, again, I... I as long it, as they're not beating each other, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it just... You know, even if, but then again, if you say some of these, I don't know how, I don't know how that works. I've been in only a few long-term relationships in my life, and I, I didn't fall out of love with them. They apparently changed their mind about me. Go, go figure. That's tough to imagine, I'm sure. But uh, you know, so I, I don't, I don't know how that works. So I, to me, that that's weird. But I, if I can't imagine being in a relationship with somebody I didn't love. I mean, here's a guy said to the text. He said, "I'm assuming he's talking about himself here. Man in unhappy relationship have one daughter. Splitting up families affects the kids. If home is okay, you should stay. You made your bed, bloody lie in it, and keep your zipper closed." What about being like kind of French or Italian about it, and just uh, you know having arrangements? You know, I have a mistress. You have a pool boy or something like that, you know. <laughs> we stay married for the kids, and then everybody kind of winks, looks the other way. 
I mean... But see, people tend, Irish people in particular, tend not to agree with that. Like, you turn around, yeah, well, you have I some know. sort of mutual agreement with the husband, like, you can yeah. do what you want on the side, and I'll do what you I want on the kind, side. Yeah, well, you're kind of more like Americans in that way. Yeah, that's that's more of a... And, and that tends like not that. to work anyway, because what'll happen is, husbands say, you know, you both have an agreement. Look, if you want to go sleep with somebody, go ahead. You know, look, we, we both won't say anything, bit of an open relationship. But as soon as husband gets his mitts into somebody else, or he'll want to leave six months later anyway. So, I mean, that's not going to... It just doesn't work. Probably not. Probably not. So not in not in Irish culture. I wouldn't think. No, no probably no, not. No, no. And, and, and Irish culture is based very much on the kind of religious ethos of marriage and the religious but, but, meaning of marriage. Right. You say that, but then again, I think about Italy and France. Those are also very Catholic countries, and they have a very different view of marriage than than Ireland does. Yeah, I think marriage marriage, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, I believe it's coming. It's becoming devalued. Big time. Would you agree, Peter? Shadow of a doubt. Oh, without shadow of a doubt. I just um, recently married a couple, and um, and I was. The oh, you do that. You're a minister, like, aren't you? Yeah. And, um, Pas- a pa- are you a pastor? What are you? Yeah, yeah. And so, what you're saying, like family, that that's what's going out of this country, and that's what's dest- destroying this country. The whole family ethos, and like father, mother. Children, family, grown up, all that. That's all getting killed in this country. And not a lot of people value it anymore. Young people are grown up and they're like, why should I get married? Like, it's a, it's a get out of jail card. I when you get you married, say, but, you know. But it, gets, but it gets really complicated. Like, if, you, if you're, I find it hard to believe that if, say, a woman or a man is in a marriage that they're not in love with their partner. That's going to show. That's going to come out in other ways. There's going to be resentment. There's going to be bitterness. They're, they're, they may think that they're fooling their kids, but again, I mean, I'm looking at my own They never, I'm thinking of my own parents. My, my brother and I both know there was something weird going on there, and that, yeah, that my parents aren't like most of my friends' parents. You know, even, even excuse me, without them. Excuse me. Even without no, Sean's going to drop dead on the air. It would be great radio. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to get another PPI award next year. <laughs> Listener drops... I get even front page of the paper. Listener drops dead on Blunt Nile Boiling Radio Show. Go for it, Sean. Make it. Do it in oh, style. Jesus. Yeah, all right, mate. I'm okay. I just had a drink of rock shandy there. All right. Okay. All right. Now, no, I was just saying there, so... Uh, you know, even if if you're just staying together for the kids, I think there was a bit of that with my parents, and then they just finally, I don't know, they like you said, they became flatmates eventually. So yeah, but you're not fooling anyone. I could, you can really see the difference. I'd go to my friends' houses, I'd see their parents. You know, they hugging and kissing, and they hugging and kissing, genuinely enjoying spending time together. I mean, I grew up in a house where my father would watch TV in one room, my mother would be reading a book or listening to the radio in another, I'd be in a third room, my brother would be in a fourth room. I mean, how much of a family is that either? Although on the yeah, I, I don't think relationships have changed. I watched. Uh, I started watching because somebody had recommended to watch Ricky Gervais' uh, Afterlife. I don't know whether you've seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't heard of it, no. Okay, okay. Well, uh, he his wife dies. I mean, this is not a spoiler for anyone who's watched it. But oh, like, this is a movie. I thought you were talking. No, about it was it, no, it's a Netflix drama thing. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sorry. heard about it. it was based on the movie he did a few years ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah, yep. but basically, what his wife died of cancer uh, at the very start, but she's dead when it opened. The thing starts, and he talks about the fact that every day he didn't bother getting a promotion in work because he didn't want to move for any further from where the house was. So he just went into his job. And every day he looked forward to going home to his wife. And it was lovely to listen to somebody say that. Every day he looked forward to going home to see his wife. Every day. There's very few people. I, I talk to guys, I, you know, throughout my life, you know, friends who are married. Oh, jeez, I've got home to her now. She's Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and why would you be, why would you want to be in a marriage like that? You know, where, where you, don't get it either. Yeah, no, why I would you want to be with somebody when you, you're not looking forward to seeing them or... There are an well, inconvenience in your life. Some people just say that as well. Do they? Going to be the Peter. man. Ah, some people do. Oh, I'm going home to this. I do hear that some people at the time and I say, yeah, you don't know how blessed you are going home to a wife and children. Yeah, some, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's There's a lot of people that don't. Sometimes. Sometimes. You wouldn't say that, Peter, would you? No, there's, like, there's times when I'd be away for a week and I'd be... Like you'd be FaceTiming your kids and your wife and you'd be like... Well, what, what, are you you doing, what are you doing? What are you doing away for a week? I'm really nosy now. What are you doing away for a week? Well, before when I was, I used to have to go to uh, conferences and, okay. you know, do do uh, things to become a pastor. All right, okay. Go for things like that. 
and you'd go away for a week and you'd do your tests and you'd get your licence, you come back. But while you were away, like, you'd be constantly FaceTiming the kids, good night, you know, and then your wife, good night, I love you, talk to us tomorrow. Nah, and you couldn't wait to get off the plane. <laughs> Sorry, I, that's the way I am. Married 13 years this week. Right. And, and, and still very much in love. Still, and and still would do anything for wife and children and family yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah, okay. Well, well, hang on both of you. Let me go to Valerie. Valerie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Valerie? Hi, Niall. I'm good. How are you? Good. Valerie, should people stay together for the sake of their kids, provided they're not killing each other? Should they stay together yeah. for the sake, even so if they're if unhappy? Yeah, I, I really do think they should, to be honest with you. And I agree with everything. Is it Peter, is it? Peter, yeah. Said there. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of spot on, really. I do think that we're losing um, the whole family values thing. And... If they made three babies and they're under five years of age, there was love and there was affection in the last five years. Well, there was certainly sex. Well, yeah, but, you know, I mean, there was more than that, really. Do you know, if Mm -hmm. if something is that bad, you're not going to go and, uh, like, a woman is going to have a lot more sense than getting herself pregnant on a third if she's intentions of moving on. Do you know, in most cases, anyone with a bit of common sense, if they're that unhappy, isn't going to go and make a third baby. Mm -hmm. You take protection so that won't happen. Because, you know, the more you have, the more difficult it is to move on. Yeah, of course. So it sounds to me like there's the lady, is, she's probably very, like what Peter said, he's out at work all day, raising three kids is no joke, under five years of age. Mm-hmm. That's, it's much more difficult than going out to do a day's work than be at home and doing, you know, all that, yep. running a home. And it sounds to me like there, there are issues there. She's probably lonely. She's probably stressed out of her head. He's probably working. There's probably financial issues there, and that's probably what's causing all these arguments. He's coming in from you work, know? as Peter said, tired. He feels hard done by un- unable to help because by. she's that's probably yeah common. she's probably at home because obviously there's three yeah. kids under five, so she's probably still at home. Yeah, and she probably thinks she's done much more than him. He has the easy, you know, um, uh, deal in the whole thing. That's very common when kids are young in marriages. I'm mm. sure you know that yourself mm-hmm. when you're raising three or four young kids. Um, it's a lot of pressure, and people don't realise it until you have them. And I do think if you can work through that and have the lines of communication open, it'll be well worth it in the long run. I think if she moved on from for the reasons that she's thinking of doing it, she'll regret that. If she thinks her life is difficult now, if she tries to go it alone, financially, exactly. With three young children. children. Yeah, let's yeah. let's watch it's, how unhappy be she becomes then. Yeah, when she has to pay her own bills, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Courts and visitation rights, and if he meets somebody else, she's going to have ten times more responsibility in her shoulders. Yeah. So I don't think that's. I, I think it's well worth doing everything you can. Anybody that's married, as I said, unless it's physical abuse, I can understand drug addiction, alcoholism, and um, you know serious mental problems that are you know really affecting your children. I can understand it then. But in all other circumstances, in my so opinion, unhappiness is not a, or just no, general unhappiness is not a reason. It's usually down to selfishness in in most relationships. There you go. That's one it. One person selfish. is going to be a bit more selfish than the other, and when kids come along, they don't put in the time. They don't want. They, they don't want to sacrifice their time. They don't. They don't, and it creates tension with two adults. That's what happens in most cases. And so, opinion. so realistically, and I've been through that. By the way, Niall, I've been through that. Yep. You know, and I stayed, I stayed until mine were teenagers mm-hmm. when it wasn't an ideal situation. Materially had everything, but, you know, I was very invested 200%, but my partner wasn't. Right. And But I still stayed for those who made that sacrifice until they were emotionally. So you, you were miserable? I wasn't miserable. But you were happy. I raised the whole thing up, and I knew it wasn't the way it should have been, but... I thought it out. It sounds, I don't want to sound, because um, I'm a very warm person and loving person, but I weighed up, okay, if I go, is my situation going to improve? And are my children's situation going to improve? Not at all. It would have disimproved yeah. dramatically. So I kind of made an educated decision and said, I wished it would turn around. So I gave it 200% of everything I had to try and make things work. But, you know, it takes two people to do that. And if the other person doesn't do that, it's going to fall down. See, people have this, I suppose they have this fantasy in their head that, okay, let's say they're not getting on with their husband anymore. Um, Mm. I'll swap him for another man, sure. And everything will be the same. And and everything will be the same, just a different man. But that's not the way it works out. That's not real life. Not at all. Somebody said something to me a long time ago. And it really stuck with me. When I was going through a difficult time, a person that had gone through something similar, gave me one piece of advice and it always stayed with me. 
she said to me, everybody has cracks, but if you can fix the cracks of the person you're with, you know, you're better off sticking with it. Everybody has cracks. There's none of us perfect. Mm. And if you bring children into the world, you know, it's well worth investing 200% in to keep that marriage together. Yeah, sorry, Sean, you want to say something to Valerie there? Well, I was just saying, like, people were saying, like, they should stay together as long as the kids are there. But then what, when the kids, the last kid turns 18, then it's okay to get a divorce? Yeah, kind of schooling until they're emotionally mature enough because... You know, you know yourself, when you have adolescent kids growing up, teenagers inside the school, there's massive costs involved. There's emotional issues going on. You know, sure, sure. their peers are trying to keep up with and all this kind of thing. So and, I, I um, get that. I'm just saying, I'm just thinking ahead, though, like, and I'm thinking back to when I was 18, you know. if mm-hmm. uh, I'm just saying, if we're putting out the divorce till the, the last kid's 18, and I was the youngest, there was only two kids in my, I was the younger, my had a six-year-old brother six years mm-hmm. older than me. I mean, my parents had gotten a divorce when I was 18. That still would have really messed with my head. It would have been like, geez, I thought we had a nice, happy family. And where it would have messed it up more if they yeah, did it when you, you were nine. Think, but it, you didn't think well, you had a nice, happy family because you described the scenario in your house. So you actually knew you hadn't. You knew your well, situation was, was not the way, same of, as your friends. You said you were all in separate rooms. Your father right, was in right. one room, your mother. So you knew it wasn't, you know, but I think you were emotionally really, mature really, enough that you could take it as opposed right. to when you're a much younger child. I have friends, okay, that have done it when their kids are young. There's pros and cons to it, but an awful lot of them ended up financially practically destitute. And their children, and they would have been quite comfortable when they were married, but their kids say, why are we so poor? that I can't go on this trip at school or I can't... Right. I can't go to cinema with my I friends. Yeah, sorry, I Sean, go ahead. Well, I just, I just wanted to point out that I, I agree that, yes, it probably would have been harder, you know, when, when the kids are younger, but still, it's not as if when you break up when they're 18 that, again you're still going to be bringing drama into your kids' well, lives. I, I, think, I, think, I think maybe even Peter might agree that if you're unhappy... I mean, look, we all have one life. Uh, we only get one yeah. shot. I've always believed, by the way, Peter, if you believe in God, maybe you could have a word with him. But I always believed that, you know, we should have a second chance, that we should basically have one shot at life, make a few mistakes, and then they just put us back down to go do it again so we know where we went around the first time. Uh, and like a trial run, so to speak, right? But we get one shot at life. And when you're kind of 50 years of age, you finish raising your kids, you know, 45, 50, whatever it happens to be, that's the average age, I suppose, for finishing raising children. And... I think, you know, you deserve a little bit of happiness for the final yeah, 30 years of your life. happiness with the person you married when you were 20. Why don't you just start investing in each other then? Well, that's sometimes what, sometimes it's too late. That's, that's what causes often the destruction of marriages because people are not investing in the actual core relationship. But, but well, unfortunately, life. the destruction of marriages is caused by many factors, not just falling out of infidelity and all those kind of things as well. It also takes, involved, it takes two situation. people. Yeah. It takes two people to invest. If one Absolutely. person invests and the other doesn't, it's doomed anyway. I've seen this. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, he just recently was, was with a woman for 10 years and then out of the blue, uh, he was hit. They were had a uh, wedding schedule for next year and then all of a sudden, Literally out of the blue, the guy has no warning, and he was totally devoted to her. And then all of a sudden, she'd obviously been planning this for for months. Uh, so it, it, I'm just saying it doesn't it, if, it doesn't really matter how much one person's devoted if the other one's not fully in. No, it takes two. It, it, yeah. it's pointless anyway. It's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Well, so say there, guys, and say there, Peter, please, and Valerie and Sean. Let me just go to Andy. Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Andy? Oh, good now, thanks. Nice to talk to you, Andy. Uh, it's been a while. Andy, what what do you reckon? Are people better off staying together if they're unhappy? No, I think there's sort of overwhelming evidence of studies being shown that, you know, it, it's better for children to be in separated, you know, parents separated and sort of live in a, 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 a let's say, in an environment where they, they're arguing and shouting and, and abusive to each other. So, who are you looking after, the children or the grown-ups that should know better? Yeah, but do you not have to do you not have to sacrifice your happiness for your children and stick together and come to some sort of arrangement whereby maybe you don't shatter each other in front of the kids, you know, that, and you shatter each other in the car outside or something? Yeah, that that's not the way life works now. You know, um, you don't go, oh, we hate each other, so let's not shout each other in front of the kids. You know, be, be, when you have an argument with somebody, you choose the time and place. Well, you know, I, if I'm in a, let's say, and I try to avoid arguing as a general rule, but, you know, if you end up in an argument, it's not predetermined. You know, you're not in control. It just happens on location, yeah. It just happens. So, therefore, you know, if it, if it's two parents, you know, well, one parent's 
doesn't like the other parent, and and it, it may be sad for the person that still loves the other the other the other party in a relationship. But you know, if it's going to be bad for the children, then surely the best thing to do is, is just part companies and, and you know let the children sort of live in a in a safer, less caustic environment. Peter, all, uh, all parents argue like. I've had arguments with my wife in front of the children. Not shouting matches, but like disagreements. So it's not it's not like you can't have an argument in front of your kids. You're normal. Like you're human. You can have disagreements like and talk without having to shout at each other to try and get your point across there. Like if you're trying if you're raising your voice, what you're trying to say is what I'm saying is more important than what you're saying. But if you ha- if you're having just a normal argument, like look what did I tell you? You know what I mean? You should have, you could have, you should have met me at this time. You could have went and done this, that, and the other. Or, like, you know, little small petty arguments. All you know, petty there's, arguments there's small up. petty arguments, and then, let's say, there's abusive and aggressive confrontations that children bear witness to. And, and, yeah, and but that, that's children things. shouldn't have to bear witness to that. Yeah, but unfortunately, children do. That's that's the issue, but this is just all about. I think the crux of the matter, you know, you, you, you carry on. Do you, do you carry on allowing a child who has absolutely no control over their environment be subjected to this sort of, like you say, toxic you know, relationship, to- toxic toxic situation, which is absolutely no good for them? Or does but this woman is not in a toxic like, situation. That's she, what well, she is. She, well, well it, mm. it, it, she's going to end up resenting the other person, and there's, and there's one simple sort of rule. She of said life, she doesn't love her husband. The, the most. The most aggressive situations, and and this is here's one for you. That over in the UK, I knew somebody that was in the police, and and the thing the police hate going to the most are domestics. And actually, one of my sister's friends was a copper in England, and he went to a domestic and ended up coming out fucking paralysed because he got shoved into a a piece of sort of furniture and and, and got something penetrated his spine. You know, what I mean, the, like the, the uh, domestics are the are, are the most horrendous. They are volatile situations. Volatile situations. Yeah, that takes you to a whole new level when you're talking yeah, about that's domestic physical abuse. That's and different. Yeah, it's, and, it's and I think, Andy, we'd all agree with you that if there's abuse going on, you know, or people are slapping each other around the place, or even, you know, physically abusing each other in any way. Like, you know, where where do you draw the line of, of what is... Well, I mean, look... Well, with boredom. And, and I'm bored and, with a person, or I don't feel butterflies don't anymore. That's why you don't bullying, walk away from that. Bullying. Just let me say, bullying... Most bullying is not physical, it's verbal. And verbal communication can be the most destructive, let's say, that somebody can do to one, humans can do to one another. By, by but but let, me, let me give you a scenario, Andy. So, okay, yeah. no, okay, let me just give you this scenario again, Andy. This girl yeah. wrote it in Mum's Net. She doesn't love her husband anymore. She says yeah, they find, fight. Find somebody else. Yeah, they fight a lot. She said really, really badly at times. He still loves me. Uh, but yeah. she wants to leave him. Uh, she believes it will be best for the kids because it's a negative environment. Now it doesn't sound to me like they're throwing yeah. pots and pans at each other, but they're you know they're now they five are three children under five, so obviously they had sex in the last five years. Anyway, that's for sure. Um, so yeah. she she's that's unhappy. She's that, unhappy, it? isn't she it? Have sex with somebody and not love them. That's, that's not. That's, yeah, well, yeah, probably. Anything. Yeah, but she she's clearly unhappy, right? So is it time to go? Yeah, obviously it is. That's, that's, that's the so, whole point of this. Yeah, so even but though like, she's, she's only unhappy, Valerie and Peter are saying, well, put your own happiness aside, sacrifice your own happiness for the next 18 years. Yeah, no, Get a bit of counselling. Get a bit of counselling to resolve the issues there. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Joking. If they're just no. arguing. She's not, no. <laughs> what, what, what joking? When, when it comes to kids, there's no such thing as yeah, joking. Yeah, there isn't, no. If, it's if, well worth going to a bit of counselling. There's no such yeah. thing as a joke when it comes Sit to Sit down kids. and trash out what the issues are. There's obviously some underlying issues that they, you know, is getting under their skin. Yeah, yeah. And they need to get it out in the open and do the work one. in it. She, she, gone to get it. Well, you don't know that. She just had a third job. She could have postnatal depression or anything. You don't know that. Isn't it worth making, you know, every effort to try to save the family unit? No. Well, then you don't no. have very high family no. values, in my opinion, if you think that. If you'd have three children and just you, walk you, away because you, you don't love someone anymore? No, because what you're looking after, and it's not the adults. This is what the point of this is about. It's not the adults, it's the children you need to be concerned about. Yeah. And just because somebody has And that's what values, I am concerned about. And, and that's why to, breaking up a family unit no. isn't good for children. 
Matt, I'm sure Matt would agree with me on this one that you're better off out of a, a caustic, toxic relationship with somebody well, that you care about than, toxic, than maintaining. Toxic. Oh. a lot. Okay, what's what word was she said when she said she has the uh, the arguments now? Yep. Just remind me. She she did say I think she did mention the word toxic at one stage. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading that word, and she also said it was such a negative atmosphere for the children. She's just crying out for help, that woman. That's all she's doing is crying for help. She's to having three kids in five years and she's looking for help. But I know you're saying that and we're surmising that, Peter, but, you know, in saying that, she seems to have thought this well through. She's even planned and said, you know, I could get a place for six months, I could afford to rent a place for six months and hopefully then we could work out our priorities myself and my ex-partner to be. Well, do you know what? If she's thinking along those lines, she's probably going to go anyway, to be honest with you. And there's no change in her mind. If she's that far down the line in the thought process, she's probably going to go. And, And I hate to say it, she possibly will live to regret it when the kids are that young. It's, going to, it's not, not going to be an easy road doing it alone. Yeah, it's yeah. highly likely. I mean, it's everybody, Andy, role. everybody gets married, you know, and there are always times in people's marriage where things don't go as well as they should. You know, some marriages are perfect from start to finish. You know, marriage is a gamble, but you have to work at it. You, you do have to work at it, and, you, you know, you have to try to make it work. And when you have kids, you have more of a, I suppose, responsibility right. to make that work. Um, we do. Sorry, now I'm just going to... In, in, in a shop here. I was just going to say a confession box. Well, no, they, wouldn't have me. They, they wouldn't have me. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't have me. Okay, well, well, hang on for a second. Let me just go to June while you're getting yourself sorted. June, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, June? Hi, how are you? You, you, you don't agree with Peter? No, I don't. I agree with... Um, Andy. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. Andy. Completely with Andy. And I think Peter is being... And the, the lady, what's her name? Valerie. Hi, Valerie, and hi, Peter. Hi. I think you're being a little naive as to how, what toxic can mean. Well, I grew I mean, up... I, I've actually... No, well, 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 hang on, let, let you finish. Let, you let finish. me just finish. Mm. Okay. Mm. I grew up in a house where, um, and this is a long time ago, and divorce wouldn't have uh, come into it because in rural... Uh, Illinois, where I grew up, they wouldn't have divorced. And they, you know, but there were terrible arguments, vicious rows, and violence. And I'm telling you that that scarred me and it scarred my siblings. And I have seen since then, I have observed, and that's the reason why, one of the reasons why I I chose never to have children. I've seen this happen within some of my siblings' marriages, and particularly one where he he stayed for the children, and it made it worse. Children are very intuitive. They know, like I said in the text, even if you choose, you think you can go have a row on the top of a mountain and come back. Your children will know. Children know, they sense it, they smell it. Yeah, but it's okay to row, but we're not condoning staying in a marriage where there's violence. No, I I think everybody... That's what everybody's saying, yeah. Yeah, June, I think everyone agrees that. Yeah, nobody's condoning that. that. Yeah, I know that, but when people fight, when they're they're rowing, when they're having arguments... Look, no, I don't know anybody who can have a row with somebody else, an argument, and not raise their voice. Children know that. That's what I mean, but that's normal. That's a normal part of life. It's not normal. Oh of course it is. People argue all the time. Yeah, you but I know if you if you think sacrificing, you're using the wrong word here. You're saying sacrifice. You need to sacrifice for your children as well, and that means that if they're in a toxic environment, then you should do everything you can to make it peaceful. Exactly, and, people, and if that means making peace with the person you're with. You're just putting, you're just at, you're just at the yeah, proving the point. If no, you I'm make pay, peace with the person that, you're with, well, Peter, then that, you're doing that for your children. Yeah, but Peter, sometimes doing that damages the children more. If well, it's violent, I agree with you. Get out of there as quick as you can. Any man that raises his hand to his woman, his hand should be cut clean off. No man should My, ever raise look, any I, hand to a woman. The house I grew up in, I there was violence, but it wasn't to any of us. It was 
violence by breaking things, tearing things apart, it's, throwing them out the door. Acceptable. That's not acceptable. That's acceptable. But they don't, you don't get that. This happens all the time. Yeah, but then they need to go. They need to split. That's fine. I think nobody, everybody agrees to you in those circumstances. That. That's to the extreme. That's different circumstances. I don't, I don't think that this woman... Okay, well, let, let's be clear. This woman in the mum's net letter is not suggesting there's any kind of violence or anything being torn up or smashed or broken. She's just saying they fight every now and again. Yeah, but if they fight... And, and she's unhappy. The bottom line is she's unhappy. Well, then life is short. Life is very, exactly. very short. Yeah. yeah, so if you have three kids, make the most of it. Make a work. If they're yeah, three young not, kids I'm, and you're I'm, arguing, treat the five-year-olds won't really, you know, grasp what's going on. You could sort Oh, of, they do. You know? Believe me, they once, do. When they, when they do. get start getting older, Imagine, then they realize. But, but June, you know, Valerie made a good point. So let's say this woman thinks, okay, my own happiness is important. I'm going to leave with the three kids. I'm going to get a two-bedroom apartment. She'll be destitute within months because... Not meaning to, you know, diss this woman. She's probably been on maternity leave quite a lot if she is working because she's had three kids, right? Uh, maybe she's not working. I don't know. Okay, because she's saying she'll only have enough money for a place for six months. She'll end up probably getting help from the state. Her kids won't have enough money. At the moment, I think their financial situation is probably better, although she is unhappy. Life will be worse. She will be unhappier. She might be happy. She'll find it very hard to get into another relationship as soon as a man finds out that she has the baggage of three children. Three children under five. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're uh, predicting too far ahead here. The, no, well, this is the reality. Man, you know, this there is, is stuff there that is every day a, reality. There is, there is such a thing as having uh, rights to access, and these things are worked out. No, yeah. Are you for real? Do you know how many court cases in the every morning in the civil place in Dublin court where people don't it. get to see their kids? Don't, they have don't, to go in front of a judge and don't it's unbelievable. to me about that. I've been through it. Okay. Look, did you hear well, what I just said? Trying, yeah. You didn't hear what I said. What did I say? You were talking about getting access to the children. No, what you just yeah. said. Don't talk about that. You said I've been through it. Yeah. Uh, June, sorry, I'm, I'm being nosy now. How have you been through it when you said you've no children? Not with children, but with my ex-husband. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Who, who happens to be dead now, so. Oh, okay. Oh. And, um, uh, and I, we had to go to court, and he wouldn't show up, and he, I had to get a safety order against him. Right. And I had to do that on my own. Nothing worse than people not showing up in court, trust me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I spent a long time in, in court, and he never showed up. Right. The amount of time people spend in court when relationships break down and people get sour and kids are dragged through, oh, you're not staying at your daddy's this weekend because Be- this, that, and the other. There's a believe lot of me. stuff going on in this country like that believe right now me. regarding Be- children, and Can it I shouldn't happen. Peter? Yeah. Believe me. When it comes to that, people are sour before. It, it doesn't get to that unless it's sour before that. Nobody. Well, she, in their she's right got mind. a point. Well, she's got a point, Peter, because generally, well, generally speaking, the only reason they end up in court is if there's no amicable situation. Yes. Well, that's what happens, right? Well, it I, is. I've yeah, seen it, it is. personally. Yeah. I've seen it personally, right? Mm. A person breaks up with the girl. First weekend, grand. Yeah, take the no bother. Then the next weekend, yeah, no bother. Then something happens that the father can't take the mum weekend. Boom. All of a sudden, it goes sour. And at the start, when they split up, it was all amicable. Everything was no, great. Maintenance uh, was mo- paid. Most often, Everything not. was done. Grand. Oh, you've seen him with me on. Oh, I have, I have seen that. I have seen June. Right? June, in fairness, I have seen children in these kind of situations being used as bartering tools for more maintenance or being used as a tool, you know, look, use as weapons. Can I just add one thing to that? I have seen children within marriages Mm -hmm. bartering with their, when there's discord in the family and they barter between the two of them. They blackmailed. Okay, would you stay there both of you a second because I want to go to Carly. Uh, Carly, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Carly? Hello, how are you? Good. Carly, I mean, should parents stay together for the sake of their kids? Absolutely not. E- even if there's... Now, we're not talking about a situation where people are violent or alcoholics or drug addicts, where people are just very unhappy together. 
No, because I think you're setting your children the wrong example. Mm. They're grown up in negativity. They're grown up, like, within an atmosphere. And but what example are you setting them if you split up? Well, what example are you... Yeah. You're well, telling them... You're, you're setting them an example then, then when they're, they're in life. When you grow up, if you're not happy with something, just get run, go, get away from well, it. Well, it's not run. Like, you work on, try and work on things, and if it doesn't work out, well, then obviously, yeah, you do go. And like, why, why, you have a personal situation. You, you were in that situation, weren't you? I have been, yeah, and you're given one life, and why not be happy? I, I, do, yeah. see, I do see that argument as well, Peter. There's a selfish side yeah. of me sees that argument too. You know, where, you know, you only have one life. Your happiness is also important as well as the happiness of the children. Well, Absol- yeah, exactly. Because if you're not in good form, your children are going to... Suffer. Uh, suffer, exactly, yeah. They're going to be, um, you know, just seeing how you're feeling and that's not good for them. It's a fair point, Peter. Even if it's not violent, even if there's no abuse, even if there's no alcoholism, but if you're every night your husband is coming in, you know, and you're going, look at this. I just, I just do not love this man anymore, and I feel nothing for him. I just, I'm so unhappy in this relationship. Yeah. Well, then that that outwardly that will show. And yeah. the way I see it is, everyone is entitled to be loved. So why would you like be with someone that you can't love? Or that, or that doesn't love you. They could be with somebody else. Exactly. And they, like, everyone's entitled to be loved. Everyone's entitled to be happy. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes children are brought in into it. And obviously they suffer. And they do suffer because, like, it, within a, a breakup, they do miss out on things if they're with their daddy one weekend or they're with their mommy. But if you were together, you'd have to make those sacrifices for them. So if you're apart, why can't you do the same? Well, is the kids' happiness not the most important thing of when you have children? Yeah, but like, when you what have I'm children, saying is you're just after being saying there about access and people, oh, you're not taking them this week because daddy might have something on. And But if you're, if you're going to have children, if you're going to put them first, you don't make arrangements for weekends. That, like, that no, because you're there for the children when you're, when you're together. Well, yeah, so if you're not together, you should still be there for them. Mm. How can a father be there for them all the time if they're living yeah, with someone else? Hang on, June. Hang on, how, June. Sorry. How, how can, can a father? How, how can a father? If you say someone split up, the father's gone. They make the, the effort to be there. Move. Yeah, they make. Yeah, the but he can't be there. He can't be there every night. He can't be there to going go to, to the, bed. the children to bed, obviously at night, whatever. Some can, some can't. But you make yeah. a. a, 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 a well, me personally, I wouldn't like to miss out on that for nothing, for no, no reason no. whatsoever. And like, I, do you know, there is some fathers that are 100% like that, and I have to take my hat off to them. But there is the other other side of it that Deadbeats. suits them. Do you know that kind yeah, of... Yeah, well, I understand that. I understand yeah. that completely. If the father's a deadbeat and doesn't yeah. want nothing got to do with the children and that, that is totally understandable. Yeah. And, and, understand and in your situation, Carly, uh, were you married? I was, yeah. Three children under the age of 10. Yeah. And that must have been a difficult situation for you to one day turn around and say, okay, this is it, I have to stop. This can't Do you know, on. it was, obviously it was a build-up. It wasn't just one day. It was just, you know, a build-up. Yeah, I know. But, was, yeah, but there was a, there was a deciding it was, moment. It was yeah. kind of a case down, I actually can't do this anymore. And one of my children was sick at the time as well. So that was a big wake-up, like, who do I, do you know, who, mm-hmm. who, who do I... Um, Make better here. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, and were you miserably so, unhappy? I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and that's all really that was wrong with the relationship. You just didn't love the person anymore. They didn't love uh, No, there was a lot of other things okay. too. But okay. obviously it was a case of... And did you, take, act- did you take into consideration that financially you would be less stable, obviously? No, because I wasn't. But, you know, it was a kind of a case of I'll get through this. Okay. And it was a case of... So you could survive on one income? Well, survive is, is yeah. Mm-hmm. Just bar- like, say, barely survive. Obviously, they miss out. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to bring children into the world and you're going, you're, you know, you'll do everything you can to look after them, be you with your, still with your partner or not. Yeah. So 
yeah, like obviously you sa- they you sacrifice some things. They don't have the same as what all their friends might have, but they haven't missed out on anything. I do try and you know. Yeah, it's, do t- it's tough that. when you're yeah. single, home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I understand. But, no, and like in fairness, people that come into the house often like have often commented like the atmosphere in the house is better and everything. So. You so know, you you think the the kids are better off. In the situation you're in now. But like even, you know, like family or friends coming in, they're going, going to atmosphere in the house is so different. So obviously... There's no tension anymore. <laughs> yeah, and so obviously children are feeling that. Hmm. See, Peter, when you listen to an anecdotal story like that, it does make you kind of think that obviously in Carly's situation, she felt it was the best thing to do at the time for the sake of the children. So she is caring about the children by doing it. Oh, yeah. There's always two sides to every story, like... You know what I mean? And you don't know whether there was drink, drugs, or whatever involved. Oh, we won't get into that. That's her person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not going to get into that, but I'm saying there is always two sides to every story. Oh, and, and I, like, I understand what you're saying there, Peter, because obviously children, should, when they're brought into the world, they should be by love and that we're going to do everything we can and to look after them and all the rest. And, and that's, that's what the way just, it is, apart or yeah. together. Yeah. Listen, listen, lads, I, 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 and ladies, I have to wrap things up because I have to, I have to stop the year and I need to go to a break, otherwise I don't get paid. Um, so listen, thank you very much, Nate Peter. Thank you, Carly, and I wish the best of luck in the future uh, with the kids and everything else. And I hope things work out for you. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.